and and you're gonna get your jacuzzi and you're gonna be sex people of Merseyside, Greater <laughs> Manchester, and North Cheshire. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Because I've just thought that this podcast in some directories is in the news commentary section. We've mentioned Rishi Sunak. We, we, haven't, we haven't mentioned the news. Yeah, we just well, um, we've mentioned my news technically. I mean, you know, that, that's maybe just as maybe we should. I've put, commented on it. We should move. Yeah, but we should move categories to sex people. Your sex people now, with your jacuzzi and your red wine and your patio heaters. <laughs> sex, they're sex people. Doesn't doesn't news commentary, you know, surely people who comment on the news generally are sex people. No, red wine, I mean, I mean, you know, red wine people, I don't know. Owen Jones and Darren Grimes and Laura Kunzberg are sex people. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> to be fair, I'd have to drink red wine to listen to Darren Grimes or Owen Jones for that matter. I mean, Owen Jones, to be fair, has drunk the red wine, the red wine of Corbyn. I liked how you balanced there between the left wing yeah, and the right Yeah, 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 well, that's what this, this podcast's yeah. about. We're all about the balance. Absolutely. <laughs> It is ironic that Darren Grimes, who is named after a popular style uh, invented by the black community in South London, is an what, Darren? absolute Oh, Darren, yeah. Yeah, Darren. <laughs> he's, he's what? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I have to remember to press the right button there, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't see him at CPAC, which is like Tupac, but a little bit farther right. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'd, well, I'm it's quite appropriate, isn't it? Because it's a pack, and the C, of course, stands for that. So, as evidenced by the keynote speaker, the 45th president of the United States, I didn't see his speech. Obviously, I know he was he he did the old Axl Rose bit by turning up spectacularly late, which is quite appropriate. Oh, really? I mean, quite appropriate, really, because Axl Rose, as we well know, is is an anagram for oral sex. So that's quite appropriate for him. Given that That's he, why given, chose that name. Yeah, exactly, given that he's, you know. You are making my edit so much harder. I know, harder. I'm sorry about that. I'm well, making you what? So much harder? Pardon again? <clears throat> and, you know, so he turned up and then he just he just reeled off. It was It's like going to see, I imagine, band when they just play. You're just thinking, oh, I don't want to hear any of the new stuff and the weird B-sides and stuff. This album's not very good and all the rest of it. You're just thinking, play the hits. Just smash out the hits. That's what we want. Just, just bang those out. And he did it. Beautifully, it lived up to his his most spectacular billing. I've managed to avoid it all. Have you? I've, it's it's been on the news channels, not as extensive as you'd imagine. I've I've not even I've seen tweets and I've gone, you know what? Life's too short, and I think that is probably the best way to look at Trump. He, he's a he's and a again, footnote again, of like history. Said, don't look back, just look forward. I don't care for him now. No, he, he's and, like he's like a sort of, you know, he's an irritating kind of fly or sort of buzzing noise in the background. It's like, that's that's mildly annoying. It is irritating, but eventually I can just tune it out and I'll just go, go on with my day of skipping and, you know, picking flowers and stuff, if that's what people do. Trump's, Trump's a bit like one of those distant cousins that you're really close with when you're like six or seven. And then something happens in the family and then you don't see them for about six or seven years, but then you're teenagers and then you meet that distant cousin again and they're a p- <laughs> and you go, I haven't really missed anything over the last few years yeah. of not knowing yeah. them. And so Trump is that distant cousin. P- but did you see, I don't know if it, I, I don't know if, if it's in the world of conspiracy theories or not, but a lot of people pointed out that the stage at CPAC was in the shape of an old uh, rune, 
that the Nazis stole from Nordic spiritual tradition and the SS wore on their uniform. Right. No, I didn't see that. I mean, I'd love to believe that there was that level of intricacy in the planning for this. But it's just... If there is that level of intricacy. The weird thing is, though, this rune also looks like it's a very specific shape. Uh, And much like... (laughs) Don't ruin your uh, search history. Bye. No, no. Of course... Much like the, the Svastika is an old ancient Indian uh, symbol. I can't remember if it's Hindu or if it's uh, Sikh. Or, it, it, it's a well-known symbol, and then it's it's in many, many buildings because it's supposed to mean power and unity, and that, that's what the swastika is. Yeah. Basically, the, the symbol that they used, the rune, is also the symbol for the Scottish National Party, and nobody's come up with that conspiracy theory yet. Re- until now. Until now. So that's that's what the SMP logo is. Oh, okay. The Nordic rune. I've just shown my. And is that is that the, is that the shape of the stage? How did how have they yeah, planned that's the that? Shape of the, the amount of old people that they would have had talking. Yeah. How did any of them not fall off into the pit in the middle? <laughs> which which presumably was filled with alligators, or as they're known nowadays, Republican senators. There was a guy on one of the um, balconies next to Statler and Waldorf, just going om nom shabai om nom shabai om nom shabai om nom shabai. Kalima! It, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit... I, I only mention that because, A, uh, it's been going the rounds on TikTok. I'm, I'm big on TikTok. Okay. Uh, and I've been watching Adam Curtis. Right. Well, can I just, just you know, throw something out there now? I may be delving into the realm of conspiracy theory myself. But you notice, with some certain conspiracy theories, that actually they just seem to forget that these things might not be a conspiracy. It might just be a coincidence. Does that mean that people are stealing the word coincidence from our lexicon? (laughs) Is that a coincidence or is that a theory? That's the the beautiful thing. Watch watch Adam Curtis, which coincidentally, akin to the last Kathy Dennis special... (laughs) It's called "Can't Get You Out of My Head." Have you not? Have you not watched any of this? Yet? No. Well, okay, hang on. There was. A, there's been a previous Kathy Dennis special. Is supposed to. Is there another yeah. one in the works? Is there? Well, that was. That was the previous, previous one. Sorry. Right. Oh, I, oh, sorry. I meant. I thought you meant that was on television. Sorry. No, I thought you meant. No. I didn't realize it was just an audio thing with us. Sorry. So Adam Curtis, if you're not aware of him, he used to be a researcher on That's Life with Adrian Mills. Did he? Gavin, what's his face? Campbell. Campbell. That's Thank it. You. And Doc Cox and Phil Cole used to turn up and uh, Esther. And all of that. And then he started doing these little documentaries. I say little because he used to do lots of inserts to like screen wipe. Who did? With Charlie Brooker. Adam Curtis. Did it? Oh, okay, right. Yeah, he did lots and lots of like. I think Phil Cool then. I was going to say what? No, no, Doc Cox. Doc Cox, And yeah, he's done a a new six part documentary series called Can't Get You Out of My Head, which links China, America, Britain, Russia. The rise of individualism, and it it sort of debunks conspiracy theories by putting more conspiracy theories in the mix, and the best one of all. So he talks about conspiracy theories are bullshit, and like you say, they're massive coincidences. And if you give them more credibility than they actually obviously have, yeah. you're then creating something new and actually probably something what the originators of the conspiracy theory wanted. And he talks about the best conspiracy theory of them all, which is Operation Mindfuck, <laughs> which was invented by these two hippies in the 60s. Is that available on the NHS, that one? 
It is. Um, you can go private through Nuffield as yeah, well yeah, if you've got yeah. the cash. And Operation Mindfuck was inserted into American publications of the day, things like Playboy, and they used the letters page. Inserting um, things into Playboy, quite apt. Yeah. yeah. And they, they put things in there, and they basically said this lie that there's this group that's derived from these Bavarians in the 18th century called the Illuminati. Oh, here we go. The Illuminati are a group of people who want to rule the world in a new world order. That's the beauty of this thing was called Operation Mindfuck. It was intentionally put in to see how far this conspiracy theory would go and to to show it up as utter bullshit. And it, it sadly got its own legs and people have run with it. It's a bit like Wagatha Christie. You know, you know, Colleen Rooney. <laughs> yes. Where she did that thing of she closed all of her social media accounts. Yes. Down to just a couple of people who she thought was tattletailing her to the press, and hence the moniker Wagatha Christie. So this Adam Curtis thing is six documentaries, about eight hours in total, and it debunks conspiracy theories by basically lording over. Loads of other conspiracy theories. The thing with conspiracy theories, and the best thing about them is, if people were that intelligent to pull them off, there'd be more. Yeah. But people aren't that no. intelligent. And things aren't that connected because people are human and humans are flawed. Mm. And normally, in most instances, shit. So to be able to do, like, to converge all these things together and put it out there... That's why QAnon is a great conspiracy theory because it reads like Stephen King when he was on his meds after uh, somebody <laughs> mowed him down. It's fucking mad. Brilliant, but mad. Well, can I say two things at this point? Firstly, this idea that he's having to do a six-part series to link, what was it, Britain, US, China, and Russia. Don't, don't, don't British Airways do that quite adequately in the air? They, they link all of the those countries. I'm sure there must be some sort of carrier that will do that. Not at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the second thing, just to completely debunk the Illuminati thing once and for all, as we know, the Illuminati live in Blackpool. They are the homeless people that live in Blackpool because the Illuminati, what does Blackpool have? Illuminations. Illuminations. Live on the streets, keep an eye on the lights, Illuminati. Thank you. I'll just get back to my wine. Thanks very much. And of course, their, their leader is Alan from Coronation Street, who did not get killed by the tram when Rita... Chased him across the tracks. Oh no, he went on to live as uh, king of the homeless in Blackpool. Well, I'm sorry, we've got with the curse has returned. What? Now you've mentioned Alan Bradley died no, again. No, as Rita died. No. What did we mention the other week about Coronation Street? We mentioned Debbie oh, God, De- we Debbie Webster, right? And Johnny Briggs. Johnny Briggs, and he's popped in any Johnny Briggs. Mike Baldwin. Mike Baldwin's dead, and we oh. done it again. Oh gosh. Oh, the top content curse. It, it's, it comes we back. Are, we are cunts, aren't we? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny Briggs. Sorry. No, that's not, the, that's not the same thing. No, no. Ra- Razzle has been chasing me down the street all week trying to bite my leg as a result of that. What? Ra- Razzle. What? Razzle. The, the, do- the dog from Johnny Briggs. Razzle, the dog. Oh, crap. Yeah. Sorry, I just saw a pop. Not, no, no, of course you did. Yeah. He's chasing you. Yeah, Johnny Briggs' dog was Razzle. In, in not, as in not Mike Baldwin's dog, as in Johnny Briggs and Johnny Briggs, with one of the finest, finest theme tunes ever, ever committed to take that. Great. Oh, brilliant. 
And I always thought as well, the dad in Johnny Briggs was played by a guy called Leslie Schofield, who I always thought whenever I looked at him bore more than a passing resemblance to my dad. Because you never met my dad when he had a moustache. So, and you've only met my dad probably once or twice, but, you know, it, yeah. It, um, yeah, Leslie Schofield, the dad in Johnny Briggs, did, did definitely. Leslie, Leslie Schofield, I think, later on turned up in EastEnders as Pauline Fowler's other half, name of which completely escaped me. I don't know. Well, oh, no, do you know, Les, no, he was in, do you know, he was the dad. He was the dad, right, of, of what's a, Daniela Denbiash and, oh, God, what was her brother's name? Nigel. No, 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 no. What was her name? Was it Sarah? Was her name Sarah? And her brother was Tony. Wasn't he, and wasn't he, wasn't he gay in Coronation, in EastEnders, sorry. I feel hot. <laughs> this is great. This is, this is, hey. Britney's two oh. with their bloody following her Instagram. We're knocking you into a cocked hat here. We're throwing oh, down the goal. This is hundred dollars a gram. Oh. <laughs> and this is only my second glass of wine, so we're all right. You're on the wine. I don't know why I'm on. I'm just <laughs> yeah. high on words. Words. It's a word soup. Illuminati. Illuminations. There was, the, and the Illuminati, of course, came out of the Enlightenment, and it's like. Fucking come and think about this, guys. It was just basically like the Lunar Society in Birmingham. That's what the Illuminati were in Bavaria, basically. Didn't the, didn't the Lunar, Lunar Society, Society did they, did they go on pub crawls around Digbeth? No, uh, no. Sounds, sounds um, like the type of thing they do at Aston University or something like that. No, Hansworth. 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 Um, oh, was it? Was it? And then sort of going into Lazelles and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that. That's stupid. Yeah, no, you, you don't, don't do go that. to Lazelles. You don't that's, do that. That's that. You don't do that. No, 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 no. They shoot helicopters there. <laughs> Is that the name of a, a, a BBC One daytime series by any chance? <laughs> they shoot helicopters there. Helicopters. And now it's time for episode two of Helicopters. Well, he'd bring some cash in for Fergie. <laughs> Not from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah, that can go into Andrew's um. defence fund. <laughs> <laughs> or, or oh, pay towards it's... or pay towards the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral. We might as well get in there first. Oh, we might as well oh, get in there because you just oh. know, you, I, I, hang on, hang on. Synchronized watches. Yeah, in, a, in approximately ten days. Yeah, time. it's going to happen. It, um, I mean, you know, he's had a remarkable run. You're, you're right. He's he's been James Cromwell. Yeah. He's been Matt Smith. He's been the posh actor. And uh, he's got to be Jonathan Price next. So Prince Philip, you're going out in a, yeah. in a you're going out in a blaze of glory, lad. Yeah, I, I do. I do like how people want to attack a mixed race woman who married a ginger prince, rather than attack a man who still hasn't said anything publicly about not being able to sweat a lot. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Pick your targets. Pick and, your targets. And yeah, and, but then to be and, fair, and now we're gonna and now we're gonna bury uh, the Duke soon again. Not Nathan Ellington or Kenny. Or, or Kenny. Duke or Kenny Duke. Or Kenny G. Kenny Duke. No. Kenny Duke. Kenny. No. Kenny Duke. No. It's like, oh. but why people? Have you seen the Prince Harry James Corden? Thank thing? you. I was just about to mention that exact thing. I I I've watched the first thirty seconds of it. And immediately I spotted a fault in the production. I'm thinking they have cocked up here massively because I'm thinking that there was such a massive opportunity missed because if you've not seen it, James Corden pulls up on an open top bus 
to pick up Prince Harry for a, a little jaunt around uh, Los Angeles. And James Corden goes, all right, pay the fare, you know, as you get on, you know, blah, blah, blah. And there was absolutely an opportunity there. And somebody in the in the Late Late Show production team has missed an opportunity to have Megan sit there as the bus driver for a brief moment and go, in a, with an ang- English accent, a Cockney accent, go, that'll be £1.30, please. It, you know, wearing a bus driver's cap and then well, just clear it's off. It's only £1.30. It's only £1.30. Whatever the amount the Transport is. for London yeah. has a subsidised bus system. Yes, yes, yeah. Uses. But whatever the amount is, there was a massive opportunity missed there. You'd never be able to get on any bus I mean, for £1.30. No, 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 I know, I know. I'm just I'm plucking an amount at random, but there was a huge... That would have been a really, really funny little thing. You know, do you remember, you know, the top quality comedy that was brought when Madonna won a Brit Award years ago and she was just about to marry Guy Ritchie and she turned out at the end of the video, God save the Queen! And that was it. I thought you were talking about the Brits where she stacked it right at the end. She was the last oh, that was great. Night. That was and great. she was walking up that steps and she just went... Yes, absolutely brilliant. And you could tell the people at ITV were going, yeah, we're not going to the next show. Keep this on. Keep this on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember the, watching um, that live. In a, a rare good choice of actually watching the Brits and thinking... <sighs> Have the Brits happened this year? Because they're normally, no, normally February, around my they? birthday. No, 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 no. Yeah. I think they've postponed they've them. not happened. Don't bring them back. Um, they've postponed no, until Lewis the Capaldi's Prince... finished his building work, I'd imagine. <laughs> He's getting a nice conservatory, and his dad built that, unlike Britney Spears. <laughs> Circle of life, the wheel of fortune. Yeah. No, the the Prince Harry thing is, is actually all right, and you, you, you look at him and you just go, oh, God, being British of any note is shit. It's not, it's not even as if it's... Oh, it's because he's a member of the royal family and people question his parentage constantly and all of this shit. It's if you're British, you're going to fucking get it. Which is just such a shame. What COVID? He talks about his mental health. No, but we don't. We don't know what Prince Philip's got. I think he's just got piss problems. <laughs> Haven't we all? But that was an even an Apex twin EP, wasn't it? Well, piss, piss problems. problems. Yeah. Great uh, EP. Oh, EP. I've got a low page. EP. Oh, EP. EP. Oh. Drop a wine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ. Um, yeah, no, the, the Prince Harry thing's good. Watch it. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it is It is good. Yeah, I just feel for him. Listen, to be fair, I mean, you know, you look at it and you go, he's riding around in an open-top bus in February. You couldn't do that if he was here. So, no. you know, without wearing some sort of sou'wester or something like that, you know, some sort of very, very heavy coat. So I'm just thinking, actually, if he can do that in shirt sleeves... Good, uh, you know, in February, good luck to him. That's where he needs to be to do that. I, that's fine. If that's what tickle, you know, tickles his fancy, I'm all right with that. You carry on, mate. You crack on. I'm quite anti-bus as well. I used to love buses, but I, I won't go on one now, even if you paid me. No. Oh right, was, is that was no, that some sort of traumatic experience as a child? Was you, were you sort of? It was an issue with Reg Varney at some point in your in your deep repressed recesses of your mind. No, but. During my team, you pause there after but, which says to me, yes, there was because you know you just yeah, paused after no, the word but. There was obviously something. Something happened with his with his with uh, Anna Karen, didn't it? Yeah, this is this is target stuff. This isn't it. When I was in my teens, you know, lots of people got the school bus home. Yeah, I didn't. I got the hopper. You know, the little shopper uh, buses, <laughs> the tiny little buses. Yes, and I got I got the forty eight back to Maplewood Avenue. Right, because it went all around where I lived which was an awful, f- awful, like, Barrett estate. <laughs> and on that bus, I used to normally get on with Emma from school, who was lovely. 
and later ended up in Reader's Wife's magazine after her boyfriend also took the virginity of someone I really liked. And yeah, he was a c- uh, So I used to get the bus with Emma. Emma was lovely. Amazing pictures in Reader's Wives. And there was two other girls that I used to get on, on the bus with us as well. And at that age, 13, 14, when you've got a heavy bag, it's the end of the day. Sometimes I had my euphonium with me because, yes, brass players of the world unite. Um, and because it was a little bus, the vibrations were f-ing awful. Just a bit of brass there. So I'd be on this bus that was basically like a, a bone shaker. I'd have to get off the bus with a full erection with my school bag covering that in front of all these body lasses. With a full euphonium, you mean? Sorry, not a full... I had to use my euphonium (laughs) to to cover my throbber. So, yeah, um, I I don't like buses. I don't like buses. When I lived in Birmingham, I either walked or got the train everywhere because trains are quite good in Birmingham. Mm. And in LA, you're not going to get on a bus. You're going to get mugged or shot or beheaded. And I'm not going to get on a bus here in New York. Fuck no. And that's just by the no. driver, by the way. No. Buses, buses. I used to love getting off the bus in Hull. And you'd go, cheers, driver. Thanks, love, and stuff like that. And there was a, a nice community feeling. And nobody, nobody thanks the bus driver anymore. And that's why I don't get on them. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I have you back that. I have you back that. Sorry, let's just get that, let's just get that out of the way. Uh, uh. That that impression of um, Blakey there sounded more a bit more, more like Peter Griffin actually for a moment. Peter there, Griffin, you know I mean? it did slip into Family Guy. Uh, mm. But uh, no, I mean, I, I think my, the most terrifying experience of a bus, um, I would, would knock anything you're suggesting might happen to you in Los Angeles or or New York. You know, two of the great conurbations of the world into a cocked hat. Because I went to Barbados a couple of years ago to watch England play the West Indies, and you can get there. You can't get normal buses there, but you can also get what are called taxi buses. So you can get taxis, you can get buses, and you can get something in the middle, which is a fusion. a fusion of the two, which is the most terrifying transportation experience and equally the most exhilarating that I've had in my entire life because a taxi bus works in the same way as a bus in that you get a lot of people on it, but it works in the same way as a taxi in that you can tell people where you want to stop. Now, of course, in most developed countries most countries you have you know a situation where you know regulations and stuff where you say like you can only get x number of people on a bus at any one time yeah. that's the maximum that them rules don't apply to taxi buses so imagine that you're in effectively what is a mini bus from the 1930s with ooh in excess of 30 people where it really will fit about 17 or 18, and you are absolutely crammed to the wrist. There are no handles or anything. If it all goes pear-shaped, you're a goner. There's no doubt about this. But they're popular in COVID. Oh, brilliant. So we, we, I think we were, we've been to, I think it was the final day of the test. I can't even remember. Obviously, England had lost, needless to say. And we went to the pub afterwards because it finished quite early. So we went, went into Bridgetown, went to the pub, had a few drinks, had a bit of food, and went, right, we need to get a taxi bus back to our hotel. And we went to the bus station, the taxi bus, and you give them a couple of dollars. That's all you give them. But you just watch more and more people get ploughed onto this bus. And I managed to get, by fluke, a window seat. And thank God I did, because if I hadn't, I'd have passed out. And because I had a window seat, that meant that I could see where we were going, roughly, and where also we needed to stop. And basically, by the only way I could do that was to physically stick my head out of the window, 
like a dog yell and say <laughs> stop it was absolute mayhem it was uh, but, but, but we survived but were you able were you able to cover your erection with the euphonium <laughs> were you there wouldn't have been space for a euphonium basically there were that many people effectively sat on each other it was it was just an, just asking for a, but there would have been space for your erection well there wouldn't have been space for mine obviously but exactly <laughs> It was it was absolutely terrifying. The bus station in Bridgetown, incidentally, just to give you the full picture of this, had rats running every which way. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. Which is UB40's lesson on <laughs> There's a rat in me, Buster. What am I going to do? There's a rat in me, Buster. What am I going to do? Oh gosh! Which actually, want... what, which actually, funny. If the the refrain in that particular tune actually was basically what I did to stop the bus, it was whoa, 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 yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh lord above, it, oh. oh. Thanks for listening again to another brilliant episode of Top Content. Wasn't that good? I hear you cry. If you would like to listen to loads from Series One or Season One, I'm not too sure of the terminology, uh, please go to podfollow.com slash topcontentpod to listen to more. Listen, rate and review us while you're at it. Uh, on the algorithms of the internet, you will help us with that. And you can find us on social media as well, at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Top Content has been a Top Content production.